0: i'd like to welcome you all to the department of defense bloggers roundtable for friday october 5th 2012. my name as i said is lieutenant tiffany walker with dod live from the office of the secretary of defense public affairs and i will be moderating our call today today we're honored to have as our guest Ms. pamela mitchell she's the acting director of the federal voting assistance program ms mitchell will discuss the department's efforts to inform voters of their right to vote and the availability of tools, resources, and information for absentee service members and overseas civilians and spouses alike. A note to our bloggers on the line today, please remember to clearly state your name and blog or organization in advance of your question. And uh, we'd like you to respect Ms. Mitchell's time and keep your questions succinct and on the topic of the Federal Voting Assistance Program and how we can help service members and their spouses and overseas civilians vote. Um, Ms. Mitchell, if you have an opening statement, we'll take that at this time. Okay,
1: thank you very much, and uh, thanks to everyone for joining us today. Um, It is not too late to vote. Service members, spouses, and voting age dependents can certainly participate in this election. Registration and return ballot deadlines do vary by state, however, so we encourage military families to register and request ballots as soon as possible. Um, But please do double-check state-specific deadlines because, again, they do vary. Um, There are a number of ways um, to get voting assistance. Uh, One, of course, is our website, uh, the Federal Voting Assistance Program website, and that is www.fvap.gov. It includes an information-rich web portal uh, to include online wizards that can walk you through the process of registering, requesting a ballot, or using the backup ballot, otherwise known as the federal write-in absentee ballot. It has links to all 55 states and territories, and it does also offer live chat assistance from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. We also have a call center that's manned during those same hours, 6 a.m. to 8 p.m., Monday through Friday, and that number is 1-800-438-VOTE. There are installation voter assistance offices, some over 200 around the globe, and there are about Mm 13,000 unit voting assistance officers around the globe. We also have um, social media outreach both via Twitter and Facebook, and there are a variety of other ways to get assistance if if, if, uh, needed, and that would be directly with the state as well as with other organizations that offer assistance through e- websites and other venues. So again, it is not too late to vote.
0: All right. Thanks, Ms. Mitchell. I'd like everyone to do me a quick favor, please, and uh, check and make sure your phone's on mute if you're not speaking. And that way we can keep this, uh, the quality of the audio recording high for those that would like to use it later um, and for use in our podcast. Um, and thanks, Ms. Mitchell, for the opening statement. I had, we had another caller join the li- on the line. Can I ask who that is?
2: John Davis with the Fleet Reserve Association.
0: Hey, John. We're happy to have you today. Thank you. All right. You're third on the line, so we'll take uh, the blogger that showed up first. Ms. Uh, Michelle, go ahead and ask your question. Very good.
3: Pam, I'd like to find out if you could explain more in detail the new mobile voting assistance uh, application, which is now available
1: um, if you're talking about our, um, it, it it looks like an app, and actually it takes you to our mobile website.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: it, it's pretty neat. So that way, using a smartphone or a tablet, you can actually access the uh, materials that are on our website. And that was released, I want to say, um, Catherine can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it was the last week of August.
3: Can you give us any detail about, I mean, I know that's going to take you to the website, to the FVAP website, but... In uh, Bob Carey's uh, recent blogger bodca- uh, podcast a little bit when he was talking about utilizing the website, can that website allow you to do everything as if you were sitting in, in front of a computer in and of itself?
1: No, it does not have support for the Wizards.
3: Right, and that's what I was hoping we could get a little more information on because it's very vague, and for those who would like to vote, do want to vote, and utilize that, that's real important that they understand how that procedure or application works, not how to use the application, but how that's going to enable their voting to be effective through using that means?
1: It, uh, the mobile app, um, the mobile website is just another means to access information, um, and that's what it was intended to do at this point in time. Um, We'd love in the future to be able to expand that. Um, But to actually uh, use a wizard and and have that help you go through the process, you do need to be at a computer.
3: So in essence, it's it's just the application in and of itself. So getting back to the voting to get somebody to vote, register, and make sure that they can contact their, especially if they're overseas or the absentee ballots, they need to go to FVAP regardless and utilize Uh, those means and or utilize their, each service does in fact have that voting service officer to contact them directly?
1: Right. I mean, if you want, if somebody wants to use the Wizards, they do need to go to our website, yes. Okay. Uh, Or as you just described, they could certainly um, go to an installation voter assistance office or the unit voting assistance officer or any of the other venues we've talked about.
3: And FVAP has worked directly with all of, according to the DOD and the DOD website, for the 2010 last election as well as 2008. They do enable and have somebody readily available that they can go in to that officer and say, I need to register to vote. I haven't done it as of such. Can you help me do this?
1: Uh, Ma'am, I want to make sure I understand your your question correctly. Are are you – and let me also say that uh, Mr. Ken Warford has just joined us. He is the – the deputy director here, responsible for, for voting assistance. Um, if, are you asking me about unit voting assistance officers, or I'm not yes, sure I'm understanding. because
3: many of them do not know or are not aware that they do. Each service does, in fact, have somebody associated with voting, and that they can go to and say, "This is. I need to do this. I have yet to do this.
1: Help Absolutely. me figure out." Right. There are 13,000 unit voting assistance officers around the world. There are over 220 uh, installation voter assistance offices. And each service does have also um, a senior voting assistance officer and a senior service voting representative who are responsible in each of the services for their network of uh, voting assistance officers and offices. Okay. Does does that help help answer your question? It does help
3: me. I like to have it explained by yourself to ensure that they do in fact know that somebody does exist and they need to go there if they've yet to be informed that that person is there to help them.
1: Yes, yes ma'am. They they are they are definitely out there and uh and able to assist.
0: All right, thank you Michelle. Uh we're going to move on to Dale. Uh Dale, do you have anything else?
2: Uh yes ma'am. Uh Dale Kissinger from militaryavenue.com. Um, my question concerns uh, voter turnout. Uh, uh, is the Department of Defense able to actually track how many people are voting? And if so, can you give us uh, how how many have voted so far?
1: What we are able to track are downloads from our website of the federal postcard application and the federal write-in absentee ballot. And the uh, federal postcard application is the request to register and to request an absentee ballot. And as of this morning, there were 627,682 downloads of the federal postcard application. Now that is military, military families, and overseas citizens.
2: Okay, super. That is a great number. Uh, Is that what you expected from previous experiences, or have we seen an increase in voting? Uh, Some media reporting that the the military is not voting like they have in the past.
1: Well, well, let me clarify for you that this is a download of the form to request to register and to request an absentee ballot. Um, We are not able to uh, track what the individuals do with these once they have requested them. Uh, The states run elections, so I would refer you to the states for information on who is actually requesting things.
2: Okay. No, I I understood that originally. I but if you get a better response to the the download, you're probably going to get a, a more of a voter turnout as well. So I was just trying to compare what we've done in the past to this year.
1: Um, I know that the last time we did a comparison to 2004, which was the last time we had a sitting president running for re-election, um, that was uh, I want to say earlier this month. We were running about eighty thousand ahead of where we were for the two thousand four election.
2: Okay, all right, and and no comparison to '08 based on the fact that it was a different situation.
1: Well, we are down from what we saw in '08 in terms of downloads, um, but again, would point out that that was a uh, an historic election and it was a uh, two contested primaries. And the other thing I would ask you to remember is that we are one resource. Um, and so there are so many other ways that service members can register to vote. And that's why it's important to get, for accurate information, to go to the states so that they're the only ones who can really give you the complete picture.
2: Okay. Now, And, again, thank you for that. Um, do you have the number for how much you're down from the 2008 election?
1: I don't have that in front of me. I want to say it's um, in the neighborhood of 200 and 250,000, perhaps.
2: Okay, thank you. And and I understand uh, what you're dealing with, and I appreciate the information. Sure, you're welcome.
0: Okay, thanks for your question, Dale, and Ms. Mitchell, thanks for your answer. We'll move on to John Davis. Go ahead, John.
2: Oh, hi. Uh, I don't really have a question, but I guess I was wondering, uh, with regard to the Ohio case, does that mean that that, that the way that court ruled, it's my understanding that Uh, there will be really no impact for the military people that that go in there to vote, actually go in to vote early. Is that correct?
1: Uh, I would defer you to the Department of Justice for for comments on any uh, any legal actions. Okay. That's all I got.
0: Okay, thanks, John. Uh, Michelle, we'll go back around the horn, or if anybody else has joined the call, we'll take that.
3: Pam, if you could elaborate just a little bit on do you have any stats or any statistics that you can show pertaining to the actual live chat assistance or calling in that people are able to look at to see what your uh, what the live chat assistance can do can they walk them through the process right there
1: Um, Yes, in fact, uh, just had somebody go pull the numbers uh, for me. Uh, I will tell you I I looked at them a couple of days ago, and um, for um, overall, the call center um, volume has gone up 93% from August to September. So we're taking a lot more requests for assistance in all forms, And, and we get those in a variety of ways. So we get chat. We get email, we get voicemail, and we get phone calls. Um and again that that was up ninety three percent in September. Um and as soon as Ken gets back, he's 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 gone to get the actual numbers so that we can give those to you.
3: I know I'm in the state of Illinois. Now we can vote all the way up to the day of election day, go in and, and utilize that. Obviously our military are not gonna be as submitted to that. After having, if any one of them call in, especially those that are overseas, that's th- those are my main concerns. Those that I do know are, in fact, overseas, deployed right now, and still wanting to get access to voting. If they have, in fact, can, can they contact from overseas either the eight hundred number or the live chat to enable them to do to enable them to do the uh, F W A B as well, which that's going to take them back to where those are counted after the election, of course.
1: Um, Yes, ma'am. They can make uh, contact from overseas.
0: Okay, Dale, did you have any other questions?
2: I did. Thank you, uh, Pamela, for taking the time for talking to us this morning. Um, My question concerns, what's the biggest uh, success you feel like DOD has had in this voting uh, year? Um, on the outreach? What what new innovations or what uh, programs have been effective?
1: Uh, I think that, uh, and you all have probably heard me say this before, but but I truly believe that, that voting assistance overall is the best that it has ever been uh, because we do have um, so many new things. Um, you know, we have the online wizards. Um, which which actually went live um, for the 2010 election, but this is the first presidential election for which we've had them. And uh, those have been very popular. Um, The live chat assistance is is certainly very popular. I I think just just all the way around, um, we just have a very rich variety of avenues by which um, soldiers, uh, sailors, Marines, and airmen um, as, as well as other uniformed services and their families and overseas citizens as well can, can get assistance. So um, our social media outreach is, is, is also um, um, proving popular in, in some ways. And, in fact, last week we did a Twitter town hall for the very first time. Um, that was a, that was an interesting uh, new way to to provide assistance. So we're reaching out in as in as many ways as we can think of, and we would certainly also welcome suggestions if if somebody has an idea for something we haven't thought of in, in a way to 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 reach out.
2: How did the uh, Twitter town hall go? How how many people did you reach with that? Do you have that number?
0: Uh, I believe Jen Elsie is on mute right now, and Dale, we can get to uh, those numbers or some some after action uh, ideas about how the Twitter town hall went after this call, and I can follow up with you on that. I can tell you right now, Dale, I have uh, sent out a tweet today to our over 12,000 followers on DOD Live and asking if they had any questions for Ms. Mitchell, and I uh, have not gotten a response, but it has been retweeted uh, about five times by other entities. So by the Joint Staff, by Transcom, and by a few uh, spouses. So um, I, I I can provide you that anecdotal information just from right now on, on Twitter going through.
4: Okay. Oh, that
2: would be great. Thank you, Tiffany.
4: Uh, this is Dan Elvey. I, I figured I'd weigh in here since I am on the call. Uh, I'm from the Defense Press Office, and I manage the Department of Defense's Twitter account, which we used for Ms. Mitchell's town hall uh, on voter assistance last uh, Wednesday, I believe it was. And uh, the Department of Defense Twitter account has about 115,000 followers, give or take. Um, and one of the things about Twitter is that you never know exactly which tweets each person is seeing. Uh, so you don't know precisely how many people you're reaching. But it was a very active discussion. We got questions from uh, I would say probably at least more than a dozen different people we got some questions from. We also shared some frequently asked questions that people might have felt uh, intimidated to ask, just very basic information. Uh, so, you know, with our following of, of about 110, 115,000 uh, Twitter followers, I think we reached a really, a really good number of people, but I'm not sure we can give you an exact number that were reached by that town hall.
2: Okay. No, I understand. That's great. I'm I just looking for some information to explain how you're reaching out.
1: Okay. And then one last thing I would, would let you know about is that we send email to every service member with a .mil email address. And, and in fact, uh, we have a, uh, a blast going out yesterday and today um, to remind them about uh, their right to vote and to promote awareness and to uh, tell them, about the federal uh, write-in absentee ballot, the backup ballot. And so um, once this blast is finished, we will have sent out in the neighborhood of, uh, it, it's over 12 million email so far this year. And we will send out yet another blast uh, about the middle of October uh, as yet another reminder about the, uh, the federal uh, write-in ballot. So that also, we've heard from lots of folks who are receiving those. So we know they're out there. We know people have been, have been looking at them and uh believe that has also been a very effective tool in promoting awareness.
3: Pam, is that sending that that blast that goes out with 12 million you mentioned uh, is that to the individual service members that you yes, are aware of?
1: Yes, it is to individual service members who have .mil uh email addresses. And that 12 million, that's the cumulative for the year so far. It's right. in the neighborhood of 12 million. I don't have the exact number in front of me.
4: Uh, Ma'am, this is Jen Elsie from the Department of Defense press office again. I thought I'd add another uh, little scooplet for the folks on the call. The Secretary of Defense, Leon Panetta, has also recorded a message to the force, a video message uh, encouraging the force to vote, and that message will be up within the hour on defense.gov in the blue boxes that appear at the top of the page, sort of the special featured items. So uh, that will be something that you could uh, take a look at and link to from your stories if you'd like, that we expect it within the hour today.
0: And Ms. Mitchell, we did get one um, question from Twitter, and it was uh, how do service members on uh, the, uh, the Northern Ice Mission get to vote? That'd be the people up, uh, I think there's Navy, Airmen uh, from the Air Force, and a few others that are up uh, near the North Pole.
1: Well, I mean, my, my first instinct is to say that they would have access to the same um, information uh, and resources as everyone else does, but I also have to say that I'm not familiar with that particular mission. Um, so if, if there's someone there um, who can provide us specifics, um, uh, we'd be happy to reach out and make sure that they have everything they need to, uh, to execute their vote if that's what they desire to do.
0: Okay, I can direct message this person uh, offline and we'll hook them up with everything they need. I, um, we do get photos from these people, so I'm, I know that they do have an Internet connection.
1: Okay, well, in that case, they should certainly be able to uh, access uh, fvap.gov and, and get walked through the process or get linked to a state or get whatever other information they need. But as I said, we'd be more than happy to reach out to them if, if they have some contact information that we could have.
0: Okay, I'll certainly pass that along, ma'am. And do, do any of the other bloggers on the line have any more questions for Ms. Mitchell?
1: Uh, yes, hello?
0: Yes, can I ask who this is, please?
5: Oh, uh, sure, this is Sean Waterman from the uh, from the Washington Times. Sorry, that's my other line, let me just turn that off. <laughs> um, perhaps if they're at the North Pole, Santa could bring their ballots. Um, <laughs>
3: Maybe.
5: Uh, uh, Ms. Mitchell, thank you very much for for doing this. Um, I wanted to talk to you about, uh, you know, some of the data that I and others have uh, have written about. Um, you know, which various uh, advocacy groups, well, one in particular, the Military Voter Protection Project, says shows that, um, you know, registration is uh, and 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 ballot requests are down this year, based on state figures that they've compiled. Uh, compared to 2008, do you, um, I mean, do you want to push back against that assessment at all?
1: Uh, Sean, I would refer you directly to the states, um, because they're the folks who collect the information, and they would really be your best resource for, for getting an accurate picture. I can I can talk to what we see from our website, the downloads of the, the federal postcard application and the federal write-in absentee ballot. Because that's that's the information that I have.
5: and, and was that the uh, number that you were talking earlier about getting? I'm afraid I missed the beginning of the call. was that the, have you given that number, or is that the one that you were talking about getting at the end?
1: Uh, no, I, I, I did give that number. Um, as of this morning, we have seen six hundred and twenty seven thousand six hundred and eighty two downloads of the federal postcard application. But again, we are one data point because there are so many ways for service members and their families to, to register to vote and to request absentee ballots. But, but this is what I have. These are the facts that I have. And, again, I would urge you to talk to the individual states that you're interested in because they are able to give you a, a, a complete picture of, of where they are at this point in time.
5: But, I mean, I, I understand, you know, there's some debate about even the baseline figures, you know, from 2008 might be. Uh, you know, distorted uh, because of an automatic uh, requirement to send ballots to anyone who requested them in the previous election that's been done away with since. And, uh, you know, we know that sometimes state numbers on the votes aren't, you know, uh, in ele- officials don't have time to, to compile them, you know, necessarily. Uh, some states don't uh, don't pass out military voters from other you know absentee or overseas voters i mean do you, is there anything you can give me that i can quote just you know on 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 whether those uh, statistics are a good guide to how things are going
1: um well i can confirm that there was a change in the law in 2009 in the move act that that changed the uh the requirement for how often uh service members uh should register to vote. We recommend that service members register every year. Uh, One reason uh, is because of the the change in law, but the other reason, frankly, is because it's a mobile audience and, you know, we do move frequently. And uh, so that it's important to register just to make sure that your address is up to date. Um, But again, uh, states do things in different ways. And and because of that, I would also uh, recommend that you talk to them about what their specific requirements are for registering to vote, uh, and, and how often they do it, and, and whether or not any of them um, send out automatic, I think it's what you're referring to, is whether any of them automatically send out uh, ballots. But, but uh, I, I cannot speak for them, so I, I would strongly recommend that you talk to them for the best information.
5: So, so you're saying some states still do send them out automatically, uh, uh, even though that requirement was lifted in the MOVE Act?
1: No, no that's not what i'm saying i'm saying that that states do things differently and uh... it's possible that some may um, but i don't have the accurate information in front of me so i would uh... absolutely recommend that you talk to the state so that you can get the most accurate information
5: uh... okay um... is is Ms. nigro on the call uh...
1: she is sitting here with me yes
5: oh okay um... I, uh, I talked to Leslie uh, uh, earlier, who said that she would be a good person to touch base with today about, uh, you know, getting some of these numbers—the downloads, the call center numbers, uh, uh, you know—and perhaps a copy of this email blast that went out yesterday.
1: I'm sure we could do that offline. Um, I, I will. Someone else asked me earlier about um, uh, chat numbers, uh, and, and I do now have those in front of me. Um, okay. If you'd still like to have those. I would indeed. Okay. I think you specifically asked about chat, but, but let me give you, and I'll give you that in just a second, but overall, um, by comparison, we had a total of um, requests for assistance come in to the call center for August. The number was 5,286. For September, that number was 10,197, so you can see that, that increase there. Um, the chat for August was five hundred for September it was one thousand one hundred and twenty four so again we've seen a significant number increase and in fact the um the downloads of the FpCA have gone up about uh thirty thousand i'm sorry yeah about thirty thousand cents earlier this week so so we are seeing um, increases along uh you know along all of our venues
3: I would like to also including that with respect to what he had just made the inquiry about the the blast that went out yesterday if there would be an access or if you have that uh if you're going to post that or is DOD going to post that possibly or FAP available as to what they all could have received or should have received
1: um we can we can take a look at uh at at whether we can post that um but uh certainly we should be able to provide it
3: Everybody seems to use the delete button very quickly and easily, so a lot of those may not, in fact, go through, and we can't oh, let our people know. Don't delete this. Read this. Voting is important. Vote.
1: Yeah, and, and we absolutely agree with you and understand that, which is why we send out so many of them during the course of the year. It's, it's the sixth,
5: right, this one?
1: Yes, this is number six, and there will be at least one more. And
5: 12 million so far.
1: Uh, with with those going out uh, yesterday and
0: today, yes,
1: in the neighborhood of twelve million.
0: Okay, I think that's going to wrap up today's call. We've had uh, we've had some great questions and comments today, and I appreciate your time, Ms. Mitchell, and your staff. Uh, and as we need to wrap up, I'd like to ask Ms. Mitchell if you have any final comments. Um, I'd,
1: I'd like to end by saying what I said in the beginning that it is absolutely not too late to vote. Um, that service members' spouses and their voting age dependents can certainly still participate in this election. (laughs) However, we urge voters to double-check state-specific deadlines because they do vary, and we are um, very close within a couple of days here at at the 30-day mark, so it's important for folks to double-check their state information. And, And thanks to everybody who participated today.
0: All right. Thank you, ma'am. Today's program will be available online at dodlive.mil, where you'll be able to access a story based on today's call, along with source documents such as this audio audio file. Again, thank you, Ms. Mitchell and our blogger participants, and uh, we'll be looking to uh, link you guys up via email after the call to answer some of these questions. Um, And this concludes today's event. Feel free to disconnect at this time.